Real Life Street Stars. Man, we have a special, very special occasion. Very special occasion. Very special. We have Dominique in the building, AKA also known as uh, Tuka's mother. Um, fresh off the plane, I'm assuming today, right? Yes. Fresh yes, off the plane. Fresh. Uh, I'm curious, um, how, have you, flying, is that something you do often? No, is this, your, this is your, which, which flight? Yeah. Third flight in life? Yeah, fourth. About, about I'll say fourth? about the fourth, yeah. Man, is this... It's Chicago so fourth. beautiful, it's just like, yeah, you just, just like, I don't want to go nowhere else? No, it's just... <laughs> like, I'm good, we're good, everybody. It's just like, I work, so I mean, by the time, yes. it's time for me to take flight, it's time for school to start back, so you know what I'm saying? But I like taking flight. How, 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 wait, how many vacation hours you got saved up? Yeah, 375 hours. <laughs> Wait, has, have you ever been on vacation? Um, yes. Okay. I've been on a cruise before, then oh, I yeah. took my grandmother to Vegas for her uh, birthday. Oh, those are, oh, that's all you yeah. need. Yeah, yeah everyone's overrated. Yeah. <laughs> cruise in Vegas, everyone's but, overrated. Yeah, exactly, but since this corona stuff started, so you know, yeah. the COVID stuff. So never, nobody ever tried to hit the DM and just fly you out like, man, come on, Tulum, I got you. Nah. Uh-uh. Nobody tried to get to you? Uh-uh. I don't have DM, right. really. Yeah. Right. Uh, I'm not like, the DM. I'll take you over to, to Milwaukee. We'll take you over to Gary real quick. We ain't, we ain't gonna go oh, too far. They gonna talk, they take me to Stony Island. They gonna take me to Stony Island. They ain't gonna try to fly me nowhere. Nah, nah. Yeah, for real. Man, so yeah. for those that are deaf, dumb, stupid, been living under a rock, man, that may not know um, your, your story, man, first and foremost, reintroduce yourself. And then, um, if you don't mind letting us know uh, as far as uh, your uh, your uh, story, as far as you know how you grew up in Chicago, things like that, I want to start with that first. Uh, my name is Dominique. I am Tuka's mom. Um, I've been in Chicago all my life. Uh, I pretty much grew up with a strict family. You know, uh, I was the only child. My mama was the only child, so. Uh, pretty much my grandmother' parents raised me. Mm. I was raised by my great great grandparents, but oh wow, you know, I had other like cousins in the house with me that they had also raised along with me. So now I noticed you didn't mention your father. Um, he was in my life, but he didn't stay in the household with me. My stepfather raised me. Okay, there you go. You said you you actually uh, grew up with your great grandparents. Yeah. What what are some of the because you know grannies and uh, great grannies, but with them they've actually experienced some wild things. What is one of the stories or lessons that they told you about from back in the day? Ooh, the slavery days, they war days. That's uh, pretty much like trying to survive from coming from Mississippi to Chicago. Oh, you know, yeah. adapting trying to, to get from the, the south to the north. Yeah, yeah, yeah that type of stuff like that. So yeah, definitely. Um. And you, no brothers, no sisters. So you were not on my mom's side. Okay, not on your mom's side, but, but dad, my dad. Papa yeah. was a Rolling Stone. Right. <laughs> True. <laughs> I, I get True. It. I get it. I get it. So for you, as far as uh, how, how was uh, growing up in the shop for you, as far as coming up, um, you know, uh, I only personally got a chance to go out there one time. So I'm gonna be speaking from a person who hasn't really been into you know Chicago, the South Side, North Side, East and West. I kind of just take in what everyone else speaks on Chicago. So how was it for you? Um, you know, in your adolescence growing up, you know. Oh, well, I had a good childhood. We used to play rock teacher. We used yeah. to play um, 
Run, Red Rover, Red Rover. Oh, yeah. Talk about it. Talk about it. They don't play that no more. For real? They don't play that no more. They don't know nothing about Rock Teacher. They don't know nothing about how you going to make a game and make it popular. Also, of a rock, just holding the rock in your hand. Holding the rock in your hand. And it's crazy because Red Rover might not even get played in school because they like no contact. They don't want kids to touch each other too hard. We play here jump rope competitions. Like, we play uh, pole to pole. You know, we got to jump off one pole and get to the next pole. That's not kind of lit. That's not kind of lit. Yes, I had a wonderful childhood. Yes. Yes. Definitely. um, You know, it's always that point where, you know, a child, you know, being with your mother, when you start acting uh, acting a little unruly, just maybe staying out a little later than you're supposed to, maybe talking to a little boy or something. No. And what age, what, what, did you do that early on or you kind of? Uh, no, I waited till later on because uh, I lost my mama at an early age. Mm. My mama um, got poisoned. Um, she went into a coma when I was eight. She stayed in a coma for two and a half years. So what? she was 11 when I when she passed. She got poisoned. Um, uh, was it purposeful or was it by she accident? She went out, I don't, that part, she went out uh, for a drink and somebody put something in her drink. Um, and you said she was comatose for two and a half years? Yes. Uh, what hospital, or where did they have her located? Edgewater Nursing Home. Wow. Oh, so it's in Chicago, but it's up north. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What was that time for you as far as just, you know, because I know, you probably, you know, staying in prayer and trying to hope things go for the worst. What were, what were the doctors saying? Like, was her, what the outlook well, was? Well, I was too young to understand what it was. I just knew that every day at the school that me and my grandma had to go up there to the, you know, nursing home. You know, she was, my grandma was a nurse, so she had to tend to my mother, like, clean her little trays and clip her nails and, you know, do the grooming and stuff. That was her only child, so, you know. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Man, that's uh, that's honestly, I've never even heard of someone getting poisoned before. I never heard that happening. Uh, yeah. So that's man, uh, that's condolences. Um, so with that being said, uh, again, I know you said your uh, grandparents raised you, and it's funny because we have a little more respect for the grandparents. Yeah, you, yes. you know, you don't want, you really don't want to set the grandparents. They they got high expectations. So of course, you said you waited till uh, you what out of out of the house out of out of high school. Did you graduate or? No, I wasn't out of the house. I just was. Hmm. Acting out, I would say, because everybody had moved out the house. You know, once my grandfather passed, everybody had moved their own separate way. So it was just me and the house by myself. There you go. There you go. <laughs> now, I totally, I totally get it. Um, uh, upon getting out, you know, um, for the world, you know, what they know of, uh, you know, your son. Um, first and foremost, I want to ask, uh, how many children did you have? Uh... When Tuka got killed, I only had three. But now I have another baby now. Oh, <laughs> I have another baby. Yeah, keep the train. Keep the train. Yeah, rolling. keep the train. Yeah, rolling. so one year old. Um, who, who was who was your first? Uh, my oldest son, his name is Devon. We call him Pooh Man. Um, he is twenty nine years old. Okay, and of course. Uh, I will see 2011 um, is when Tuka passed. 20, uh, Tuka will be uh, how old right about now? Um, Tuka will be going on 27 this year. 27. Um, so I will ask, uh, you know, because again, this is a, uh, an American story that we're about to tell as far as, uh, you know, just coming up in Chicago for yourself. Um, with your first son and also Tuka with his father, um, like, uh, 
was were you married? Was it a long term relationships? Was it a you know just kind of like hey, I gotta I gotta deal with this kind of solo dolo. Um, I was in a relationship. My first son, father, and my daughter's father for a long period of time. Okay. He got incarcerated, and that's where Tuka father came and played at. Okay, okay, definitely. Um, now, you know, I, I you know, I want to kind of get your time, get your, because again, I know you, you don't speak on this often, and uh, you know, again, I also have to thank you again for coming down here, even sitting down and talking with us. Uh, the story of like. Your son, the story of Chicago, it's almost, um, it's almost uh, to the point where, uh, it's almost to the point where uh, we, we look at it as like a far off land. Like, you know, a lot of people, you know, look at it like what's going on in Chicago from Texas as something that's just, you know, you know, you kind of read about it and be like, is this really happening up here? Is this really going on? No, Shondell Jonathan Gregory, a.k.a. Tuka, was born August 10, 1995. My child was a normal kid. He was just being a kid. He went to school. Um, he had friends. Uh, he liked it doing, you know, extracurricular activities, you know, in the neighborhood, like going to the grocery store for people, you know, taking their groceries out. I mean, taking their garbage out, you know, doing little odds and ends. He was a respectful person, you know what I'm saying? So... This person they tried to portray him to be, that wasn't my son at all. That was not him at all. He haven't even never, he don't even have a record. He's never even been arrested. So how he become non-arrested to this big high time murderer all of a sudden? I, I got I always, you know, the Chicago thing is one of those things where it's kind of like, because your son died at 15, correct? Mm -hmm. My son is 14, right? And I look and I say, well, damn, how, how young, it just, Afatuka for a minute, just Chicago in general. How young are these kids getting into this lifestyle? Because, you know, when you see uh, the Chief Keeps and the, the other people, these kids were like 14 when they, when they actually blew up, right? So it's like, damn, how, old, how young are they getting into the streets? You know what I mean? Like from your, Not see, your son, not your son, just, just in general from Chicago. These kids in the streets, see, that's where I think the family needs to step in because once you see, like my family, once my boys start taking a step in the wrong direction, I had cousins and uncles that was, you know, no, nah, you got to do this and, you know, stay on them about, like, no, nah, we can do this as men, we do that as men. These kids don't have that structure. You see what I'm saying? And although I'm a single mother and my kids came from a single mother household, they didn't act like it. I see. Um, with Tuka, did he ever... Um uh, explain to you as far as what he wanted to do growing up or what he wanted to be. Did he show any interest? He said he wanted to be a lawyer. A lawyer? A he lawyer. To the cases. Uh, I wanted to be a lawyer. No, nah, definitely. <laughs> I, I, I'm, cur I'm curious, you know, yeah. you know, how, how, you know, definitely of how that, you know, Perry Mason again. I know, right? <laughs> um, where, where were you living at this time um, as far as uh, just in oh, uh, 20, 2008, 2009, 2010? Um... I had just moved out of condo on 56th in um, Calumet. Okay. One of my friends had hooked me up with the, uh, the owner of the building where we stayed at on 63rd Street in St. Lawrence. Well, 64th in St. Lawrence or whatever. So, I mean, we moved over there. We are literally from the low end. We not from over there. You see what I'm saying? But once he started 
you know, mingling and stuff. It took a long time for us to, you know, get to where we was with them, but once they started mingling and stuff, you know what I'm saying, then he started hanging with the kids from around there. Yeah, as, as any child As should. any child would, you know what I'm saying? They be standing in the middle of the street playing slap boxing, boxing. They might go against another block or some stuff like that, but it was never no up and no poles. I mean, you know, them, right. them guns. It was never none of that. It was always throwing them hands. And my son was a beast when it came to them hands. Yeah. I ain't gonna even lie. Yeah. I ain't gonna even lie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and we were talking about it too. It's like, um, it seemed like it went from, you know, everybody fighting, you could get jumped, Scared all that. To get and, then, beat up. and then it, it turned somewhere where it was like, all right, we're not doing no more fighting. It's mm -hmm. all about shooting. So I, I'm curious from, um, you know, for you, when did you find out like that day that, that, that um, your son got killed? Like, what did you, when did you find out? How did you find out? Uh, Take your time with it. Definitely take your time. My son had got suspended from school. He had an altercation with a teacher. Uh, a security guard. So, he kept begging me, Mama, I want to go back to school. Mama, I want to go back to school. I had people that I worked with downtown. So, Prior to that, my oldest son, he started hanging with his little crowd. And they started getting into trouble. So, one time he got in trouble, there was nothing I could do to help him. So, he had to go to boot camp. The way I raised my kids, because of me losing my mama at an early age, is y'all hold on to each other, no matter what, because y'all got. Very true. Very true. You instilled that into them early on. I had a. Uh, Kept instilling, on, instilling my boys, this, that, and the other. Took them to counseling. We went to, went to parent classes. I did everything I could. So once my oldest son got in trouble and went to boot camp, because he was the man of the house. Then it was time for Tuka to step up, because his brother was gone. So I got a little daughter. Take it I got a daughter and that's all he wanted to do, you know. My brother gone, because they, you know, they took care of that little sister. So he felt that was his, you know, that was his responsibility now. So I go get him, he get, 
kicked out of school or whatever for getting into it with the security guard. I get him back in school. So that day he came home from school, he told me, he said, you know what, mama? He said, I just want to say thank you. He said, because a lot of these parents, they're not going to get their kids back in school. He said, but you took time. You got, you know, your connects and got me back in school so I could get my education. He said, I just want to say thank you. He told me, he said, I'm going to do right. He said, I'm going to show you that what you did ain't going to go unnoticed. He said, because I don't want to end up in jail like my brother. And I don't want you to have to bury me. If I ain't like that, I have to bury my baby. He had went to school. It's first day back after me getting them back in. So I'm on the phone with them because I'm the type of parent, they old enough. I had to get them ready over the phone because I'm already at work. I'm getting them ready for work. Come on, you got to go to school off the way. You've been doing good. You've been doing good. He's okay, mama. Ooh, ooh, ooh. He get up, take his little sister to the school. He got to school. Some way, somehow, I don't know. We get into it with a teacher or something. So they sent him home or whatever. He didn't go, he didn't come home. He stayed around because he had a wrestling match. So he called me. He said, uh, I'm on my way home. I'm on my way home. He said, I won my wrestling match, mama. I'm on my way home. I talked to my son. That was at 6 so Eight at night. I get a phone call eight minutes later. My son did. I'm like, how? I just got off the phone with him. I like, that's how we do. That's how we knew to call you. I'm like, that ain't my son, that ain't my son. That somebody got his phone. So they described over the phone. They didn't even say he was dead. They just said he got shot multiple times. They didn't even tell my son was dead. So by the time I get on the scene, my son just laying there. I'm just trying to get to my baby because I know he want his mama. I had never thought at least my baby after school would be the last time I see my son. He was just laying. He was just laying on that cold ground, and I was just studying, trying to get to him. But they wouldn't let me get to my baby. Help him. 
Did you um, did you have anyone with you at the time? Uh, my family. They had made me over there. Okay. Okay. He had made me over there, and uh, I just couldn't believe it. Like my body was in shock. The police. And I'm just study trying to pull me back, pull me back, because I'm study trying to get over there to my son, because I'm just like, let me just see him, let me just see him. They like, you don't want to see him like that. Like, I had busted my knees, I had busted my elbows. From them holding me back, the zipper print was around my neck. And I feel it to two weeks later. He was just an average kid, trying to live life as a kid should. Right. He was where he was supposed to be. Ain't no such thing, he was at the wrong place. No, he was like, well, stop coming home. Did the police ever catch um, <laughs> They tried to make it seem like my son is like this powerful person. They try to make it seem like he a, like a herb Gotti or some Larry Hoover or something, like he just this powerful gang member or some stuff, you know? They say, uh, the police told me, well, don't nobody want to cooperate with us. Don't nobody want to give us no information because he was this powerful person. And the uh, streets want they revenge, they self, they don't want to, you know, the police help. That's wrong. Because around the outside lines, like I say, that's where we moved to. My son and Clay with all them around. You know, they grew up together around there. So when they came up with the Tuka gang and the Tukaville, that made the police feel like we ain't got to do our job because he a gangbanger. I'm still trying to find closure to this day. But, whew, you know, me talking about this violence over this nonsense. I don't want nobody else, I don't want no more kids to die. And I don't want no more mothers to grieve. So, me, talking to at least one person to get somebody to change that man and turn around. Then I think I have done enough. For you, um, you know, again, I don't know the culture of uh, Chicago before you moved towards 63rd, 64th, and 65th in that area. Um, I don't know kind of what was going on, but it seems as uh, you know, your son, um, and again, he has a name. Of course, Tuka is the moniker and the nickname, but he has a name. Shondell. There you go. And it seems as if the name Tuka now has transcended beyond, uh, beyond Shondell, beyond Chicago, uh, beyond America. Uh, your son's name is, um, it's, 
it's, it's used as a precursor to the violence that young kids go through every day. And it seems like it started, I, never, I don't hear too many stories before Tuka. I don't hear that many stories before. Now that's my thing because his gas, LBG Duckner, they made a song up about him, which I found out later because my son wasn't in no, he was, didn't know nothing about this rap stuff. He don't know how to rap. He ain't got nothing to do with none of this mess. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just, they found the way to reverse it and to put it in a disrespectful manner. You know, his, his guys were saying it in a way, you know, to uplift right. his name. Right. And right. then these other ones just came to, you know, it's crazy. <laughs> like, I can't never stop grieving because every time I turn around, it's like he's being brought up. He's been gone 11 years. What could he do to y'all? Like, right. Why y'all can't leave him alone? Right. He can't do nothing to nobody. Nobody. But yeah. for some reason, they still feel like intimidated by him. <laughs> I don't get it. Why they won't let him rest? Like, it was people dead before my son was dead. Why y'all can't talk about them? And my baby B, God. Yeah, um, that's gotta be, man. That, it's hard. And, 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 and for whatever reason, Chicago is one of the cities that started, um, you know, actually talking about people that aren't here anymore. Like, is that something that's always been going on or did that, you know? They said it was going on with, uh, I mean, not dissing dead people. I never heard that before. Like, right. I never heard that until, like you say, my son. Right. But then I don't listen to all that poppy pop music. I'm a, I'm an old school kind of girl. I like my jazz and my, you know, Luther yeah. Vandross yeah, yeah, yeah. and my little stuff like that, like Patti LaBelle and them. That's what I, Motown music, that's what I was raised up off of, right. you know? All this, I still to this day, I don't even know what the what this music like. How y'all killing each other over some dead gone lyrics to a song? Like, stop dissing people dead. You know what I'm saying? Where and how does this industry accept these people doing that? Right. Like these people don't have families out here because I be wanting all the smoke. Soon as somebody say Tuka name, I want all the smoke. It's, do you, what do you feel about the music industry, uh, you know, monetizing this situation and pushing this narrative? Because uh, to me, they could just really stop it. If you mention someone's name or if you do this kind of music, we will not promote and it, that, we will not put it out. Exactly, that's why I said it should start with the industry, but they so busy into making a dollar. Like, for a long time, people thought my son was a strand of weed, not knowing that he's an actual person. Because they came up with that song, Smoking on Tuka. That's not no weed. That's my son. That's what I brought in this world. That's what God gave me. Yeah, I saw a lot of rappers not knowing his story and uh, using that as a phrase. And then I seen him come back and, you know, retract and apologize. And um, I'm just curious as far as for you yourself, um, you know, and we're going to touch on it, but a lot has happened since then. Um, the deaths seem to continue. Chicago yes. is a war zone. 
um, with this real music stuff. Uh, what block can't go to this block? And like, I just, I, since my son, dad, I told him I don't want no parts of it. You know what I'm saying? I would never want no parent, no mother, nobody to do and grieve what I'm doing. That's not, that's not right. When I was coming up, women and kids was off guard. You right. see what I'm saying? When I was coming up, you folded out. You know what I'm saying? I don't care if you get hit with a brick, you live to fight another day. Right. You see what I'm saying? This stuff they got going on there, it's, like I say, it's beyond me. These kids, I remember we used to do cheers back in the days. These little girls don't know nothing about doing no cheers, none of that stuff. Like, it's just... Now, I, I got, okay. I, I'm curious because I, I always feel like a young 13, 14, 15 year old impressionable boy, um, they move more so not for, you know, of course for their friends, but also for girls. Are girls liking the guys who are on that type of stuff? The guy who's tougher, who, are they, are they catering to the guy who has guns on them and things like that? I and mean. It seemed like they flocking to him. But my thing is, you could be the net, you could be in the same predicament I'm in. You know what I'm saying? Then it, it's funny until it's one of theirs. You see what I'm saying? It's all funny games until it's one of theirs. Yeah. Now, I got to ask about um, DJ Academics. Um, they had a thing called Warren Chirac. And that's how I would say a lot of the outside world got brought into Chicago. Um, what was your take on, I don't know if you ever were familiar with him, but he actually like kind of documented all of the, uh, the things that were happening in Chicago from the deaths, the dissing and all that. What, did you uh, catch that at all? No, I'm okay. not familiar with that. Gotcha. I don't follow none of that mess. Like people entitled to their opinions and stuff, but I just can't get, you know, with the dissing. Right. Well, my son, I'm talking about on oh, every social media, I don't care where you go, it's this and Tuka, this and Tuka, this and Tuka, like dig, like, when could I get a chance to grieve? Right. So, so um, you know, with that, I know, um, I think it was last year you came out and actually yes. vocalized that. Um, has there been anybody that actually reached out to you and, and, and was like, you know what, I'm sorry, because we did see, I think, Lil Dirk say he's going to stop. Yeah. Um, we saw some people say they were going to stop. Have they actually made that attempt, or are they just... I don't even listen to that type of music. I don't. I don't listen to that drill music, none of that stuff at all. I'm sorry. I, it's too draining. And I can't give it my energy, because I have a whole one-year-old that needs me. There you go. There <laughs> I ain't got go. a one-year-old that needs me now, so... I can't keep feeding off into that negative energy because then he gonna be feeding my son, feed off into my energy. And I don't want to never have no negative vibes around him. So, I mean, it seems like, you know, when the energy is around you, I, it seems like, you know, you have, uh, you know, what they call old block again. I'm not from Chicago, so I kind of just hear what they call these things. And you see an artist like Little Dirt, King Von, who grow in stature and therefore, like you said, the, the word ops is used, and they're making what you call, uh, I guess, more um, commercial music. So, but their upbringing was off of what was going on in Chicago. Um, do you feel a, like, in you, do you feel anything when you hear them on a commercial level? I used that to. Their upcoming was. I used to. I used to. I used to be very emotional, cry. We ready to throw the radio or some stuff like that, but 
it's them the ones that's keeping my baby alive. You know what I'm saying? Keeping his name alive. Because if it wouldn't be for them, Tukum would be no legend like he is now. He was a 15-year-old kid. Now he's a 27-year-old legend who's been gone 11 years. Not here to do nothing to no one. Um, how was your emotions um, during the funeral? Um, uh, did Was it open for the public? Was it more so just close friends and family? No, open for everybody. Okay. It was open for everybody. Yeah, nah, you know, and I, and I hate to say it, but what, what you're doing now, as far as the movement you're pushing, even coming here to speak on it. Mothers of Peace, yes. Yeah, Mothers, Mothers of, Peace. of Peace, yes. Um, it's almost, I was watching a movie or a show that just came out about Emmett Till, um, and it's called Mothers of, it's called something, but it's about the mother of Emmett Till, um, you know, of what happened after Emmett Till's situation. And I see your movement kind of the same way as with your son, uh, you know, with Lashina, uh, mm -hmm. Epic Duck's mother, with uh, Denisha, Mom, uh, Mama Snoop's, uh, or Mama Snoop, uh, or for little Snoop's mother. Um, for what is going on with that situation and kind of what y'all are doing as far as there was a situation with Emmett Till trying to change social injustice and it's a situation what y'all are going through as far as you know losing children to senseless gun violence um, to try to create a new narrative. Uh, I want to ask is, uh, as far as Tuka's name, is it, um, do, you, do you have ownership of it as far as his estate, as far as if anybody ever reached to you to do either documentaries? No, uh, I've, been trying to, I've been trying to get in touch with people to help me do that type of stuff. So, you know, these people just, I mean, I don't care about the money. Right. I don't. I just want them to just stop saying his name. Just let him be. It's other stuff out here that, you know, other stuff. I just don't want his name. I don't want them to diss the dead no more. No dead homies, period. Lead. They should be all gods anyway. You know what I'm saying? All gods. That's just how I feel. For, for those who actually just want to support you, Tuka, the family, or, or just keep his name alive and honor him, what, are, what is the proper way to do that, in your opinion? Um, like, reach out to me, get to know me. Just don't go off of what social media is saying about Tuka. Oh, well, yeah, that's his mama and this, that. Right, I'm his mama, and I'm going to stick rather my child right or wrong. I never been the one that said my child was an angel, but I know my child was no killer. Yeah, right. And um, I have to ask, because, you know, I could, you know, I'm a father, um, but... I have a sister who lost her son. You know, he was 16, uh, shot at a house party a couple of years ago in Allen. Um, and, uh, you know, her name is Jocelyn. Uh, his name is Markel. Um, when it comes to mothers getting in front of cameras, telling their stories, because the news seem to run and they want to speak. You know, there's a lot of people speaking, but the scene, the news wants to put the media attention on the mother and have y'all speak. Um, for a, a while, you didn't speak in front of the cameras. You didn't give the story. And um, do you see what do you see it as as far as when people either one see you in front of the camera telling the story, or either not seeing you in front of the camera telling the story? I say it's a little bit of both. It's a little bit of both because some people want to hear the truth about Shondell. Then you got the people that's gonna take this and. Use it for their own perception of what they see it as, whether it's in a good way or a bad way. Yeah. Do you feel as far as, um, 
it's been 11 years to the point to where, again, violence is still happening. As you said, you, you're really, I don't know if you, do you become immune to, or not immune, but um, you become like, it's not as shocking when you hear another death in Chicago of another young child or it still hits you the same it way. It still hits me the same way. It still hit me the same way. And that's why our mothers of peace movement, we all lost our kids in different ways, but it's that pain and that grief that brings us together and the love that we have for each other that bring us together so we can embrace each other, you know, and be there for one another doing this so we can be able to speak to other people, you know, the, Try to help them get their kids, you know, some help, whatever you got to do. If Lil Ray Ray in your house with that gun, get Lil Ray Ray up out of there. Like, <laughs> these parents nowadays want to be their kids' friends, if that makes sense. Right, yeah. I see it all. I yeah. see it every day. Yeah, every day. I never wanted to be my kids' friend. Never. And my oldest son is, like I said, 29. He don't curse in front of me. Right. He don't smoke weed in front of me. He don't do none of that. And it's more so, I see a lot of mothers not wanting to upset their sons, really. Like, their daughters, they get on them, but they don't want to upset, the, uh, upset their sons because, you know, maybe the father figure isn't there. And they kind of use the son as the father figure of the house if there's other daughters around. So they don't want to do things to upset the son, so therefore they do become more friendly with the son. But how do you tell a young Ray Ray who does, you find a gun in his, it's, you can't, I don't see you can kick him out to the streets because... That's not the solution. Uh, uh, definitely not talk to him. Like, <laughs> I had uh, I had a counseling session with, uh, what was his name? Over there on 76th Street, but uh, when we used to go over there, like, that was too good. When we used to go to, like, the counseling session, that was too good way of, you know, whatever I wouldn't listen to. He know he had Mr. Dwayne, you know, that he could talk to and get it out because he know ain't no males in this house, so it's just me, you, and your sister at that time because, you know, my oldest son was locked up and stuff or whatever, but he just was like, he wasn't, he wasn't no street kid. He wasn't no street kid. So let me ask you this. Do you think like um, a Larry Hoover um, or another voice, is there any voice that you think that could actually stop or maybe help Chicago at this point? No. Is no. It just too far gone? They too far gone. They is too, they can't listen to nobody. The, uh, the young guys, the young ones think that the older ones is too old to be trying to tell them what's going on because it has stuff ill. See, like these days, these kids got it easy these days. They got everything at a push of a button. Back in my days, coming up, we ain't had no push of no button. We had to go to the library to go do a book report. We had to look at encyclopedias right. and then dictionaries to do stuff. You know right. what I'm saying? These kids, these access. days, too spoiled. They have too much access, yeah. It's crazy. We didn't have technology. We had that one phone sitting on that kitchen wall. And we knew where that phone was at all the time. Now where you see these, oh, y'all see my phone? Right, right. That's all you see the kids doing 
Yeah, like technology. It's to the point where I try to tell my daughter something, you know, try to give her some, you know, information. She go Google it after I told her just to make sure I'm right. I'm like, ah, oh, you supposed to believe what I say? You supposed to take? <laughs> you supposed to take what I say? You gonna go Google what I just told you? Like, yeah, oh, man, come on now. Yeah. Um, now I do want to ask because you know we just recently lost um, uh, about a week or so ago um, FBG Cash, and um, we, interviewed we interviewed him like really a week before, and um, to see him saying that you know being in Chicago he hates to have to look over his shoulder, and going back home and that happening to him, um, and then of course uh, with with Duck and everyone else that is praising Tuka's name, it seems almost as if they're getting a mark on their backs just by, you know, holding down their brothers, you know, and keeping their name alive. When you say you would like for people to stop saying, you know, Tuka's name in a disrespectful manner, it seems as the one who's are, who are bigging up him and, you know, saying, keeping his name alive in a positive manner, um, the same, you know, it, it, just, it keeps the, the motion alive um, as far as just, you know, the person who doesn't like it versus the person who does. Who, right, who and wants see, that's it. where it came from because uh, they started dissing Tuka. So then his guys felt like, oh, they can't talk about him. Then, you know, here they come with their stuff. Oh, well, they want to say this about, you know. <laughs> My son won't even enter the rap. I mean, he rapped or did none of this. None of it, but it's just like it's a repeating cycle that I just wish all of it stopped. <laughs> like, find something else to rap about. You know what I'm saying? Rap these kids about learning their ABCs or washing their butts. Or, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Counting or some stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? How, For real. Um, how do you feel? Because um, uh, how old are you now? I'll be 46 in August. 26. So you were, you're, you're an 80s baby. You, you've been through the 80s. You, you know kind of what the 80s was, early part of the 70s. Um, do you feel this drill era is worse than the crack era in Chicago? Hecky, yes. Wow. Yes. <laughs> yes, it, indeed. This drill music stuff is taking it to a whole new level. I'm talking about they killing kids, mamas, you know what I'm saying? They ain't even letting these babies grow up, like, trying to get to another, then accidentally shoot a baby and stuff. Like, I just, I don't get it. So is it safe for kids to walk the streets of, of Chicago, like the South Side? No. So it's not even safe, like, is it like a time that kids need to be in the house? Yeah. Um, or just like, is it like, what are the rules for children that's, whether between 11 and 16 that, you know, how do- They need to get the rules they used to apply when we was coming up. You know what I'm saying? Street you gotta lights. be in front of this house when them street lights come on. When yeah. it gets such and such a time, you come up these stairs. Right. Go somewhere with this person. Yeah. Be, you know, Walk up to the corner, make sure they get home and you come back, you know, but these, ever these days, like, kids don't have no, what I'm trying to say, no discipline, no, drive about life no more. You know what I'm saying? We had to drive about life. Every day we used to wait, oh, we going outside, we going to do this. We, we already knew we finna go play basketball. Oh, well, we gonna play piggy one, piggy two today, and I'm gonna be the back catcher today because I was on first base. Right, we right. Had, these kids ain't got no sense of direction. So, they don't know what a childhood is. So are kids making plans after 17 from what you see? Like, are they planning young men? Are they planning, like, 
college? Are they talking 21, 23, 25? Well, to me, that I've been seeing, yes, because during all this killing that they have been witnessing and stuff, they want to go to school so they yeah. can get away get from it. it. You see what I'm saying? Get away from it. What about the police presence um, in Chicago? Have the, is there more police presence in your area? Like, do they, like, what is this? What is the city doing about, from what you see, what is the city doing we about? We were just this? talking about this. Me and my, uh, <laughs> me and one of my good girlfriends. The other day, we were just talking about this in Chicago. When we was in uh, Chicago, we had some detectives that didn't play no games at all. They done took the detectives away and put all these police, these, you know, Regular cops instead of the ones that's gonna get out there, chase Johnny down, get that gun up. You know, these, oh, well, okay, he ran that way. We gotta get a car and they lazy. They don't wanna do their job. So if they want, if they bring back like some of them detectives that we had back in the days that didn't play no games, I'm talking about, they need some help out there. They, I ain't gonna lie, they literally do. Chicago police definitely need some help. Cause them kids is outrageous. Have you ever thought about leaving Chicago? How you know that? Yeah. How did you know that? Look, dude, like that. Man, yes, and that, and that's one of the reasons because my youngest son, you know what I'm saying? My oldest son, he done already done been through the war behind his brother. You know what I'm saying? My daughter, she done already felt the wrath behind her brother, you know what I'm saying? And seeing the hurt in them two, I have a one-year-old. I don't want him to experience that same hurt. I don't want nobody blackballing him out because he's took a brother, you know what I'm saying? I don't want nobody to walk up to my son trying to tell him nothing about his brother, you see what I'm saying? And that's where, I mean, it's, it's all around the world, but that Chicago mess, before he get of age and we try to, you know, alcohol swole, you, we gotta get him. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anywhere you would like to go outside of Chicago? I know we mentioned as far as some vacations you've been on. Is there any other cities that you're like, man, I would like to just raise a family there? Yeah. This was Texas was one of them. Texas is nice. Yep. And um, I stayed Arizona. Arizona. Oh, yeah, oh, oh, I'm trying to go to Arizona. <laughs> I'm trying to go to Arizona. I said Arizona. <laughs> really? It made you wake yeah. up. And you just feel like, like I'm gonna get to it. I'm, I'm, I'm motivated. Yeah. Now you know we, we gotta we gotta we gotta touch on some of the the, the stuff that's going on in the world. Roe versus Wade getting overturned. You know, with the abortion situation. Do you do you think that? How do you think that is gonna in, uh, affect the black community as a whole? Well, I feel like a woman should be able to do what she want to do with her body. Have many kids. If she can pay, pay to provide for them, then she should be able to have them. Yeah, but for them to say you, you can't cancel a bad decision, uh, do you feel it's taken? I mean, or let's say they made an incorrect decision and something happened, or just something happened in life where you know they end up pregnant. Do you feel like? Um, that shouldn't be in the government's hands to make that decision. No. Um, you know. think, no. So do you think this is actually going to detour people from having kids? Do you think it's not going to matter and people are going to just have way more kids? I think, like, because of how expensive things is now, 
and all these diseases that's coming down there, people is definitely gonna be cautious on trying to have a baby. Yeah, I think uh, abortion is gonna be. You better like, jag it off. Be like, uh, yeah, right. <laughs> put, it, put it in a napkin. I, I can see, I can see abortions becoming like BBLs and you know going off to the Dominican and you know get them done for ten thousand. <laughs> I, I can see, I, I can see it going that route. You right, know, having it in the in the back of a trailer is it's getting bad. Um, now we were asking as far as uh, you know, as far as just with social commentary, um, Texas right now they have did they did pass a gun law uh, to where you could open carry in Texas. So those who are just over eighteen, I think you got to be eighteen or twenty one to buy a gun. I think eighteen, uh, eighteen to buy a gun. You don't need to get proper training. You can go purchase a gun and walk around with it concealed on you without, you know, without having any harm coming to you by the, you know, by the law enforcement as far wow. as it's legal. Um, yeah, what do you feel that does if they open up laws like that? They giving them the, re the right to go out here and just shoot somebody. Tell them, give them the gun, just take all the bullets away. Don't sell them no more bullets. They get all the guns, don't give them no more bullets. Yeah, there, there you go. It's funny because uh, my partner, Rook, he's in a... Uh, uh, he's in Europe right now, and Europe, uh, you know, no one walks around with guns. I mean, guns are technically illegal. You can't have them. No one, no one has them, like except for the police. And um, crime rate based on killings is much lower. Um, but America is a land of the free, and they do give the power to the states. So therefore, you know, again, like, even if you want to come to Texas, uh, you might deal with a whole different situation out here based on, you know, just things like that. I'm, look, I'm all with that. <laughs> I am all with that. <laughs> Listen, I, I'm trying to just get get, get out and get yes, going. Yes, get going. Um, That's it. For you yourself, um, I know you just, uh, you know, you have a, technically a newborn. Uh, what was always your plans, uh, not only for your children, but for yourself? Like, you know, everyone has a path that they want to try to stay on until... Maybe kids get involved in things like oh, that. Oh, yeah, I've been um, to keep holding my job, you know, keep holding down the steady job to be able to provide for my kids. So, there therefore, um, as I'm working, I can put money to the side. Like, I mean, see, I didn't know nothing about this when them kid, other kids, but now. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> it is, right. I promise you, it is totally different having a baby now than when I was younger. Like, totally it is different. totally different. Well, I did, it's a lot of stuff I didn't know nothing about, but now. My son has a bank account. My baby has a bank account now. So yes. it's to save him, you know, put his money to the side. So when he get older of age and stuff, like he can invest it and do what he want to do. But yeah. that's what I'm on. Yeah. How do you feel about that? I know I feel like the black community is not really educated, you know, to a lot of things as far as, to, you know, putting us in position of success. Uh, they don't seem like they teach us to in, in school or if they do teach it to us, they don't really... How do you feel about that as far as the knowledge you learn now as you're older now? That you're like, if I would just learn this as. Yeah, I think child. we got cheated, but like I said, yeah. <laughs> everything is at a push of a button now. We didn't have the push of a button nah. when we was coming up. Nah, that's, that's, that's facts. And uh, people that you look up to, who are some people that you look, look up to, whether women, men, whether dead or alive? Who were some of your uh, people that you kind of maybe listen to or. Oh, uh, my aunts, my granny, my sister. You you're your older sister, or younger sister. My, I'm the baby. Oh, you know, okay, I forgot. Yeah, I'm you the are baby. the baby. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, that's good. I'm that's the good. baby. Yeah, but yeah. 
Um, it's like seeing them every day. Like when we come home from school, like we had to take them. These kids get to go outside and play in their uniforms and everything. That we didn't get to do none of that <laughs> stuff. <laughs> no, for real. But yeah, really? seeing them, you know, go to work, provide for their family, and still, you know, enjoy life. That's that's what I want to do. And for those that are just really vouching for you and like, you know, just really, you know, wanted to uplift you and just kind of get an idea of, you know, who you are as a person. Um, what is a day in the life for you, like in <laughs> Chicago? Like I know, of course, work, you know, but what is a day in the life for you? Like, how, where, where do you find joy now? Sipping my damn wine. Oh, I'm scared. Yeah, you know, if you want to shout out, if you want to shout out the maker of that wine, if you want to, you want to give them a shout out. Sipping my wine. Shout out, shout out, barefoot. No, if I sip my wine, relax. There you go. Get put that baby on somewhere, tune him out because he's crazy. Right. At least for a little bit. Yes, you gotta have your meat. Ain't nothing like a piece. Of mine. What you doing? You sit on the porch and you watching Netflix? What you reading? The, what you what you doing? I either go in the backyard or okay. I be in the front room. Cause okay. he be trying to take a coca melon over, no? <laughs> right, right, right. So tired of coca melon. Oh no, you about, you ain't even you ain't even hit the terrible twos yet. You about to go through it. What terrible twos? Terrible one. <laughs> I know. You ain't even hit that yet. You about to go Look, through it. If you do not have a pandemic baby, do not talk to me. Okay. Oh, yeah. oh no, that's facts. We have do to have not. a whole episode on pandemic babies. They so smart. My baby know his ABCs. He know how to count to ten. He know all the nurseries rants, and he only 18, 16 months. Oh yeah, he he ahead of the game. Yeah. He got an iPad or something. He got a. He got a yeah, I had to get him a tablet because he kept taking my phone trying to oh, yeah. scroll. Do you think that's making kids smarter? But no, but it's just keeping him off of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I'm tired of getting bullied by a one year old. Yeah, he gonna he gonna be three year olds with Uber app <laughs> with Uber Eats on. on the, yeah. <laughs> in, in lieu of the verses of the R and B verses yesterday, who is who do you think is the best male and female vocalist? King of R and B. Like just who who just. Just who's singing, singing, in your opinion? Wait, out of the who? Just out of yeah, we had we had a Mariana Mario go at it. Oh. Yeah. Who is who is yours? I love Mary J. Blige. Okay. Yeah. I love so you gonna, you gonna Mary take, J. Blige. You gonna take me somewhere, man? Cause <laughs> I man, yeah, yeah I, I love man, listen, you some Mary. I feel like Mary. I feel like Mary is great. She's very talented, and I love stars. I, I, I love, I love, I love power. I love power, and you know, I can't wait to the next episode. All right, so you got who, what, what man, like what uh, R&B male artist would you just have serenade you, like if you just had the chance? He locked up already for pissing on some women. Oh, oh, okay. Uh -huh. Listen, <laughs> Robert. <laughs> Robert, look. He fake, he fake. <laughs> hey, so I mean, he's from your, he's from Chicago. Yeah. So do y'all like have extra pride? Like, are y'all like really upset that he's in jail, riding I'm not, away? I'm, I'm upset that he's in jail because of this bull mess. Cause them girls, I promise you, they did it. <laughs> they did. They mama co sad for him to get that little cuckoo away. So uh, yeah, he yeah. should not even be up in there. Yeah. He so you think he should be like a counseling him. therapy or something? Or? Yes. Okay. Because it was dead to him. He just repeating stuff. And, you know, he didn't get the right 
help to help him, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think yeah, Jeff. Yeah. Cancel step in the name of love. Uh, yeah. yeah. We can't do that. Yeah, got a whole gospel album that we got to. Yeah, sticking his keys in people's ignitions and stuff oh, like that. Yeah. yeah. So, who is the best artist to come out of Chicago, you feel? You know, you got Kanye, R. Twister, R. Kelly. Got you got a uh, common. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> Who? Jennifer Hudson. Oh, she gonna hit him with the Miss Hudson. See, oh, you could you could put her on game. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. See, I didn't even know she was from yeah. Chicago. So, shout out, shout out, J Hud, yeah. man. Uh, this you talking skinny J Hud or or thick thick? <laughs> both. <laughs> I just did both. The in between. Right, the actor, the singer, yeah. the, the all around American, all that, all that. Yeah. Man, uh, so Dominique, I do want to know um, as far as uh, uh, what would you like to see for Tuka's legacy? Um, you know, going forward again. I know we talked about movies, books, uh, just you know, because again, every this is all getting documented. This is history that is being made with what is going on in Chicago post 9/11, and um, your son is at the epicenter of everything. And um, what is your, as you know, you're raising your other kids, and you're getting older, and and they may have babies one day, and they're, you know, now you're a great grandma one day. What is the legacy that you would like to see for Tuka? Um, you know, overall? Um, open up a foundation, you know, like for, uh, like me, I love dealing with kids with disabilities, artistic kids, you know, uh, kids that a little trouble, you know what I'm saying? Because they not get, you know, they not getting love at home. So, you know, them type of homeless kids, you know, yeah, just mean, do something. And, Cause there's a lot of homeless kids out here too. Like. So needed. And no one's approached you about helping open a foundation out in uh, in Illinois no. in Chicago. No one's reached no. out to. Man, we gotta fix that. We no. gotta fix that. <laughs> so yeah, I wanna you know I wanna use platforms like this to you know okay. make sure we're gonna get all your information and put it there. But make sure they reach out to assist you because sometimes it's just not having the outlet to be able to reach out to the right people or having the right people talk to you to because, start getting right, to start pointing not, in the right direction. I'm not a social media person either. And you shouldn't have to be. You shouldn't have to be to I'm, get these kind of things started. I'm not. I'm only on uh, Facebook. I don't hey, Instagram. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm a real person. Yeah. Snapchat. Uh, I'm going to talk to my cousins, my, yeah, my family. My family <laughs> know what I'm going to do. I'm just playing James. So. Yeah. Um, and this, it don't have to be you running it. All you have to do is oversee making sure someone else who is running it is doing it in your honor and your fame. So we definitely want to make sure people uh, reach Thank out you. to you and uh, definitely you. do it. So with that being said, um, how can they get at you? How can people reach out to you? And if you haven't started it yet, um, again, I want you to let us know, but do you want them to reach out to you on Facebook? Do you have an email? Um, uh, for um, people to, um, or who can they maybe point towards to maybe get some information for you to be able to like, say, I want to see I'm trying to figure that out, too. I'm trying to get it started somewhere, too. We're going to get you I'm trying to get it started somewhere, too. So we don't, you don't got to answer a bunch of phone calls. We're going to make sure someone else answer those phone calls in your honor to make sure they're doing to push your name forward. I always wanted to do that since my son got killed. Like, open up some for these troubled teens. You remember we used to have to go to the Boys and Girls Club and stuff? You, they don't have that stuff. Teaching the kids how to swim and right. play volleyball. Just get back to being kids. Get back exactly. to just not having to worry about looking over, over your, your shoulders or who coming after you. Definitely. I I never had to live that childhood. Even yeah. when I was out there in these streets. I'm never sorry. I never had to live that life. Never had that. Nintendo. Man, you know, 
That's a part about all who finna come and snatch this game control out <laughs> yeah, my hand. <laughs> they just yeah. see me, look, you know how you get out and you still be trying to Yeah, still trying to get, still trying to like, <laughs> man, like, these kids, yes. man. Oh, have you, uh, do you have either, uh, uh, like, any type of donation, any type of, uh, uh, foundation, any type of cash app, because yeah, we, uh, yeah, we, uh, uh, yeah, we want to make sure. I got a cash app. No, no, no. We want the, yeah. we want you to say it if you know it. If you, you, no. got, you, you know what it is. You got your phone. So, no, my phone over there. Uh, well, we gonna definitely put it out there because we want for these stories to be told and for you and to I do what you love, need to do. Yes, I would Again. love to tell them to save somebody's child, save somebody right. else's family to go from the heart, so they won't have to go through the heartache and grief. Yeah, Dominique, uh, oh. you're you know you're just a working mother. Yeah. You know, you're just a working mother, as most mothers are, who got hit with a tragic situation where now your situation is worldwide. And um, there's people, not even in this country, that is following what happened with your son, and um, they would like to help. I love so, the support. Thank nah, y'all. We're going to definitely put that at the very bottom the right in the description. Hey. At, the very, at the very front, we're going to create one for that y'all know is going to hurt. Yeah. And, uh, definitely, we love to shout out people that do uh, you know, come in to support. Uh, for those that do want to get at you, uh, you know, maybe follow you on Facebook or just, you know, whatever. Do you have any social media that they can follow? Uh, my name is Dominique Boyd on social media. What, 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 what's your picture? Is it a picture of you uh, out on, uh, with some wine on the porch? Yeah, um, I'm on the porch and I got a shirt on that say friends. There you go. <laughs> all, look, I love the backyard. Yeah, you know, no, I'm telling like a piece of man, huh? Talk to him, man. And uh, as of now, um, do you have any shout outs you'd like to give? Yeah, shout out to y'all for giving me this opportunity to come out here and speak about my son. Um, I thought when I got with Drea O and them, like, okay, this it. It ain't gonna go no further than this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But nah, y'all. Thank you. Uh, you know, Texas is a home. You know, yeah, shout out to Texas. Yeah, we, we get a chance to meet you in person. And again, we try to have Southern Hospitality here to where. You know, if there's a situation that I want you to have our number, you know, we, we locked in tight with, uh, with, uh, uh, with Charleston. We locked in tight with uh, Denisha, with uh, uh, Lashina, uh, Mama Duck, uh, Mama Snoop, uh, Mr. White. We're locked in tight with them. So if ever you need to get at us and have a space to come in Texas just to get away, bring the kids next time, maybe. Yes. Um, just Ain't to show no them kid. something else. A kid. Yeah, a kid. Bring the grown ones too. Bring the grown ones too. They, hey, listen. There's a there's a place out. Hey, it's a place out here in Texas for you, man. So we definitely want to just say, uh, first and foremost, thank you. Thank you, guys. Uh, we appreciate your time. We appreciate your story. Uh, we definitely want to push the movement forward. Um, there's a situation tomorrow. Uh, mothers against. Um, what is it? Say it again. Mothers of peace. Mothers of peace. Uh, that's a, a movement that y'all are going to be seeing here just going forward, and we definitely want to make sure that we hashtag that. Uh, we want to run all that up, so definitely thank you so much, and uh, it's a blessing. Uh, thank you. You are a real-life street star. Thank we you definitely so much. Thank you. Uh, to the mama, Dominique. Thank you. Shout out real street stars, nigga. Moolah. Hey.